We're welcoming in the newest Huskers and introducing you to the new Husker coaches. I'm Jessica Cootie here with offensive coordinator Marcus Satterfield. Well, welcome to Lincoln. How's it going? Uh, it's great so far. It's an unbelievable place and it's just, uh, you know, for us and our entire staff, just an honor to be uh, working here. I mean, this is a great place. I know you have a long history with Coach Rule. Uh, what is it about their relationship and uh, that works so well with him that you wanted to be a part of his staff again? I think just our mindset. I mean, we've been together. The first time we worked together was in 2005 at Western Carolina, and we've just, you know, I've worked for him at Temple in 2013 uh, on until now. And I think just the same mindset, the same standards uh, we expect, you know, the same expectations of how football is supposed to be played and how it's supposed to be ran daily. Uh, you know, it was, I was just ecstatic, you know, when he called me just to get a chance to come with him, you know, to a place like this. What does it say about him? A lot of these guys that are on staff here have been really loyal to him and have worked with him and, and want to keep working with him. Uh, I think it's, you said loyal to him. I think it's the other way around. I think he's loyal to us. And I think, uh, you know, he, not only to his staff, but to his players is a reason that there's eight former players on the staff. And there's a reason that players keep reaching out to him and getting advice from him, whether it be from the Carolina Panthers to the Baylor Bears to, uh, the Temple Owls to whatever it might be, you know, he's always there and he's, that's what makes him unique and special is just uh, the, the relationships he builds with the players and, and coaches as well. You'd never believe that he hadn't been recruiting in a few years, right? He hit the ground running, you, you guys all have as a staff. Um, what, what's it like working with him and trying to build a, an offense and, and guys that fit with your system? Uh, again, it's easy because we literally came in, I played a game on a Saturday Flew here at lunch on Tuesday, whatever, two days, three days later, and he was in his office meeting with players and meeting with people, and we were just kind of getting here. I didn't even really see him. We just started working and doing our thing, and everybody knows the role, and everybody knows what they're supposed to be doing without him even really giving us a directive that day. I thought it was pretty cool. Then we just kind of meandered back to the staff room around 7.30 and sit down, and it was like, well, that was weird. That you know All that just took place without any verbal communication. Uh, I think, you know, recruiting is recruiting. I think, you know, you talk to him for five minutes, you see the passion uh, that he has for the game and for, you know, coaching kids, developing kids, developing players. Uh, you know, I think it's like riding a bike. You know, once, you, once you've done it, uh, you just keep going. Whether he's away for a year or two, comes back, he's going to be really good at it. What are the ideal players that you look for that fit into your offense and your system? Uh, it's just like the entire team and the organization. They've got to be tough and they've got to be competitive and they've got to be hardworking. And uh, you'll hear coach say that all the time. But I mean, if you give us a guy that's tough and competitive and is willing to put the work in, then we as coaches feel like we can make them good football players. And, uh, you know, and the sum of all parts create a great football uh, program or an offense. So, you know, we're looking first of all for the toughness. And then, you know, the thing with coach that you just see throughout his entire career is just the speed. You know, he's going he's gonna to find guys that run fast. And that's the importance of summer camps. I've uh, been places where the summer camp was not important. And, uh, you know, that's what we take pride in. That's where we find our guys is just be able to have summer camps and the intangibles the, and get to coach kids, you know, and get our hands on them here. But just the speed and the, uh, you know, can he, what's his vertical jump, you know, his explosiveness, things of that nature. I think he's willing to look beyond, you know, five stars, four stars, three stars. Like if you just look through his history, he's, got, he's probably got 15 players right now in the NFL that didn't even have a star. Uh, so, you know, he's got a unique way of doing it and it's worked thus far. Is that why you guys like to go to the track? Oh yeah, definitely. And you know, his, I think, I'm, I'm not speaking for him, but like at Baylor, we were trying to get it to where we had the entire four by one team, you know, <laughs> football players. And so we're trying to do that here. You can tell with some of the guys that we're signing, uh, you know, speed is speed is a priority. 
All right, well, let's uh, talk about a few of them. Let's start with uh, Jaden Doss, uh, six foot 195 out of Raymore Peculiar High School, Peculiar, Missouri. Uh, three years of playmaking there for, for his high school team. He was the top wide receiver in the Kansas City metro area as a sophomore, but over 2,000 yards receiving, um, nearly 1,000 yards rushing. What stood out to you when you, you saw his film? Uh, just uh, the, his mobility and his, his uh, way of doing things is, is awesome. There's a toughness about him. You know, you watch the tape when you first get here and have never met the kid. Uh, you watch the tape and, and you, you kind of get a feel for him. Then when they come in on the visit, you see him, you see the body type, then it all starts to make sense. I mean, he can play uh, the inside receiver and motion him around, create matchups on linebackers and safeties. He's a really good route runner. He's got exceptional hands. He's got the ability to catch the ball in transition uh, with with a great smoothness about him and ease. Uh, you know, just the, the, the way that he blocks on the perimeter, again, fits into our culture of just physical and tough. Uh, and competitive, so really excited to get him on board. I think he can do a lot of different things for us, uh, you know, in the passing game, in the run game. He can go in the backfield. If you've watched our offenses in the past couple of years, like we'll take wide outs and put him in the backfield, you know, kind of Debo Samuelish, and uh, he's got the body type to do that. Is that important for? We just talked to EJ Barthel about his running backs being able to be versatile. Everybody, everybody that steps on the field need to be able to do multiple things. We kind of, you know, it's it's a positionless offense. I mean, you have a quarterback and you have your O line. But receivers can play running back, running back can play receiver, tight ends can play running back, they can play receivers. So uh, we're going to find what guys do well, and we're not going to be, you know, we're not going to pigeonhole them into a spot just because it says TE or it says WR. You know, we're going to find what they do best and get them in those uh, positions. All right, Jalen Lloyd, uh, Omaha West Side, Nebraska. Folks are f familiar with him, state champion. And when you talk about speed, he's one of those guys, right? Unbelievable. And uh, unbelievable family. Uh, you know, my first day out on the road, I went to Westside High School uh, and got to see Jalen and just, you know, just he's a great kid, looks you in the eye, great communication. So right there you think he's got a chance to be really special. Then you see his track times, then you turn on the football. Uh, the thing I like about him is one of the comments he made to me was people think I'm just a track, a track guy and not a football player. I'm a football player. And when he said that, it kind of gave me chills a little bit. But me and Coach Rule kind of looked at each other like, all right, there's that chip on his shoulder that he needs. Uh, to, you know, to take that next step as being a very good football player. We're excited, you know, just not just him, but his entire family being part of a Cornhusker program. How do you guys go about balancing? Because you got a couple guys that are going to be running track too with the track team and, and playing football and track. It's, it is a little bit of a balancing act, but you cannot replicate competition. And uh, it'd be crazy for us to sit here and talk about the importance of competition and then uh, hold a kid back from doing both sports. Like you get competition in spring ball for sure, but the competition aspect of running track against other great athletes around the country is something that, uh, you know, you can't, you cannot get that, you know, just uh, out here in spring practice all the time. So we're excited about them getting out there and competing. Well, another one of those guys, Bryce Turner, Bay City, Texas, 6'2", 180. And he at one point was the fastest guy in all of Texas. Um, another speedster, uh, another guy that um, hadn't, wasn't really recruited, was the first commit here uh, once, once Rule took over. Uh, what did you guys like about him? Uh, just knew, knew some guys in the business that had been talking about him, need to go down and see him. Uh, it's funny, on his huddle and on his, on his video, it says he's 5'9". And I really think that, that kind of messed with his recruiting a little bit early on until people got to see uh, that this is a 6'1", 6'1 and a half, 6'2 kid. Uh, that can absolutely fly. Uh, again, him and his, his family came up this past weekend. They're unbelievable. They're grateful for the opportunity. And like you said, speed kills. And he's got a lot of speed, got a lot of length, and can do a lot of really good things with the football. 
What does it take for some of these young freshmen to come in and, and have an immediate role on an offense? Uh, just the ability to learn and the ability to, to you know, go out. And again, I know that we keep saying compete, but just have the physicality and the competitive edge uh, to go out there and show what they can do against older guys. I think, you know, just the first thing is they have to learn and that, that allows them to play faster. So uh, it's definitely an offense that's very user friendly and guys can come in and play early. And we're gonna give these guys every opportunity to do so. All right, let's talk about uh, your transfer guys. Quarterback Jeff Sims out of Georgia Tech. He's got three years to play two. Dual threat guy. Uh, why did you guys feel like he could be a good fit for this offense here at Nebraska? Again, just looking through the, the history of our offense. I mean, when we were when we were at uh, Temple, we had P.J. Walker. When we were at Baylor, we had Charlie Brewer. Uh, both guys with mobility, you know, mobility and, and can extend plays and run the football way fast. Uh, I think when you when you turn the tape on with Jeff. You see a guy that's got an elite throwing motion, an unbelievable wrist. Uh, you know, he was under duress a lot uh, this past year. And so, you know, he kind of got beat up a little bit. I was giving him a hard time. Like, man, you got, you know, knocked out of you against the, you know, Clemson in, in game one. But he's just, uh, I love the kid. Uh, you know, I think that what he brings to, a, to an offense is when I met with him is just his football brain and understanding and knowledge. And those guys at Georgia Tech did a really nice job of getting him to this point from a mental standpoint. I mean, he's got it. He understands the game. We just had to put him in situations where he can be successful, uh, you know, give him some more confidence in the pocket because, he's, you know, we're going to have to make sure he knows he's not going to have to run around a lot. We're going to protect him. And he's got, you know, all the ability in the world to push the ball down the field, uh, accurate passer. And just, you know, if it's not there, he can tuck it and run and, and make guys pay. He talked about the conversations with you and that you guys have a plan and that was important to him. Um, how important is that for you to be honest and open and, and have a, these conversations with what potentially could be the, the best move and best plan for a guy moving forward? It's huge for that position because it's such an intimate position for, as far as coach player because the meeting style, you're, I mean, you're literally face-to-face one-on-one in a board type meeting. Uh, so you can't lie to these guys and you can't try to you know, pull one over. They're going to sense that. And then when they lose your trust or, or you lose their trust, it's over. It's hard to get them developed where they need to be. So I watched every tape from Georgia Tech. I went in when I met with Jeff. I said, hey, man, you, you're really talented. Uh, and when you guys see him throw, you're going to I mean, it's going to jump off the tape at you. Uh, and I just I just isolated a couple of things. Like if we just change one or two little things with this, uh, it's going to change your life. It's going to get you playing faster. I think it's going to be, you know, create more accuracy. Uh, and I think he liked that. And again, just we had such a connection because of the football. Like he's a football junkie. He would be considered a gym rat. Uh, and just like, again, his, him talking football with me right off the bat, I knew that we had a chance because you match that athletic ability, arm talent with the football knowledge and the competitiveness and the type of young man he is. I think we have a, a good player. All right, last uh, one for you, Josh Fleeks, transfer out of Baylor. He's going to be a super senior. You guys are very familiar with him. Right. He signed with Coach Rule at Baylor. Again, another track guy, really, really, really fast. Uh, you know, low tens again. Uh, you know, he was very productive for us when we were at Baylor. And, uh, you know, great kick returner, great after the catch, great ball skills. Uh, again, just a trust with the family and our coaching staff. I think they wanted him to come here. They trusted, you know, Coach Rule was going to get the best of them best out of him and get him to a spot where he needs to be uh, when it's all said and done. But, you know, he's a guy that's played in some really big games over the last five years, and uh, we're going to lean on for his experience. And he understands the culture. He understands how we do things. He understands the offseason. Uh, so we're going to really lean on him to kind of implement that uh, with these young guys coming in. What's the game plan look like for you now moving forward? 
How do you go about implementing an offense here in Lincoln? Uh, this is the funnest part of the of the whole transit when you do transition because it's all new. So you get to come in, you get to take your offense, you get to clean it up a little bit. There's a lot. I was laughing. There's a lot of words that make no sense in this offense, but it did to the previous place that I was at. So get to come in here with the staff and coaches allowed it, you know, put together a great staff offensively just to kind of go through it with a comb and, and clean it and organize it. And then the kids get here. We get off the road in January. We get to start meeting with those guys. We get to start building the offense. And again, it's just it's exciting. Anytime, anytime it's new, it's exciting. But I don't think people really understand when we talk about how excited we are to be here uh, at a place, a blue blood place like this. It's just, it just gives me chill bumps to think about. Uh, what it's going to feel like to get out there the first practice. Coach Satterfield, appreciate your time and excited to have you here in Lincoln. Thank you.